Right, you do the intro because I can't be asked this week. So you you did this again on purpose. So anyway, then me and Gerard Butler we went to go and take on the Queen of the Dragons, and it kind of went wrong. Deflated that for you. You It went really really wrong. Basically, Matthew McConaughey died. He went all right, all right, all right, and then he got eaten by the the... rain of fire. (laughs) What? You've seen my you've seen my film that's based on my biography, but you haven't actually ever mentioned it to me. Clearly, I look just like Christian Bale. He was picked because we look so similar. Yeah, yeah, it really happened. Anyway, yeah, Gerard Butler and me, we did Star Wars in front of the kids, and now society's saved. Look, don't act like you don't know what I did to save this world. I defeated the Queen of the Dragons. And I can't even get a fucking discount in Starbucks, and that's why I stabbed that prostitute. So, Anne, how are you doing this week? Is that your improv skills for this week? Yeah. No. <laughs> right. I've been drinking. It's after New Year's. I'm basically alcohol now. <laughs> well, we all made up of 70% alcohol. It's a fact. My blood's 90% proof. So, anyway. I'm so tired and so ill. <laughs> Welcome to Crit Apocalypse, episode 3000. <laughs> Free to tree to tree to twenty tree. I'm eating. You carry on. Okay, yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> Welcome to Critical Apocalypse. We are, as we say in our title, a critical apocalypse. apocalypse which yeah. Essentially, this is the be all end all of reviews. We yeah. <laughs> speak nonsense for about two hours, and then nobody listens to it. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, it's it's not okay. It's not okay because I saved us from the fucking Queen of the Dragons. No, that didn't happen. So Okay, it may not have happened, but me and Paul Walker did go back in time. And then he left me behind because the portal was closing. And then I stayed and I married the Queen. Mm. And you didn't think to tell him you were going to die? I didn't... Well, he didn't know. We altered history by me going back in time. He didn't know I was King Matt. Mm. Anyway. Or Matricles. What are you going to review first this week? (laughs) This week, my first review is going to be for Star Wars Episode 8, Battlefronting. No, it's a Star Wars Battlefront. Mm -hmm. The Battlefield 4 add-on, in which you play as Han, Chewie, Luke, Leia, (coughs) Emperor Palpatine. Nameless Soldier. Jango Fett. Nameless Soldier. FN8127. Yep. Kylo Ren. He's on it. Riley. Right, Ray. Ray. No plays any of them. Finn. They've even said they're not doing any download content based on... They have indeed. Okay, so um, let's get serious for a second here, peeps. Just just take a knee. Just harken back to a day when you wanted to listen to this and you didn't just hear the gibberish of two adult men talking about shit. Um, Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront, is a downloadable game that has somehow been put on a disc and charged at full price. Yeah. That's it. There's not many maps. There's not much to do. There's not much to see. It's very fun for a weekend, but I think beyond that, you're going to find it tedious at best. There's not a ton of skill required to win games. It's not something where... It felt really unbalanced when I played yeah. the beta. Like, Especially the Hoff level. Um, yeah. Yeah, the Hoff level was a nightmare. With the spaceship, and you've, you've basically... You've got, you've got a small area that's cut into the side of a cliff. The cliff goes out, and there's a, a wide open part that you can't stand on. It's just instant death if you go down there and then in the middle of the whole thing there's some tunnels segues into the cliff itself and then you've got the Millennium Falcon you can stand on top of it or you can go below it and then adjacent to that you have a tunnel that goes down it's just it's it's 
the maps seem to be based on sets from the from the films that have been chopped up slightly to match the first person aesthetic. Is that mm. fair to say? Yeah. In your opinion, um, but the problem is that it just never quite fits. It's let me stress: this is a really fun game for a weekend. Mm. Really fun, but there's just not enough substance there to make it anything more than fun. Thing is, I played. I played the beta for it. It didn't feel like Battlefront. Ow. I'm not just talking about no, first person, first person perspective. You're playing on a much smaller scale than yeah, Battlefield. Less people, yeah. vehicles don't have the same impact, they're harder to harder to use. You can't even get to use them most of the time. You can play whole games without even getting in the vehicle. I actually had a point where I was flying in an X Wing hmm. and the map still looked like it went on on my radar. But I got to a certain point and it said, You've gone off the radar, it just floated me off into the distance instead of turning yeah. me around. It's like shot me off into the distance. The Battlefront games had some small maps, but they were usually infantry-based, like Tatooine yeah. level or. Best they wouldn't bin. let you fly in them. Yeah, or they. The best bit had like, a fly. Have like, but do you remember? Could you? There was, was a Jabba's it? Palace one that was quite cool as well. Do you remember that you could have a? Was it? What is it? Not a Rancor. What is the fucking the little Tonton? Tonton. There yeah. were Tonton levels. But Hoff was a massive level. Yeah. So was um, Kashyyyk and Endor. Mm. Um, but they, they, the way the battles were structured in that, it was based on Battlefield. They were blatantly trying to copy it, but they had their own feel to it, and it felt, yeah. like, and it had a story mode. It had a single player. This feels like, this feels like someone gave you a cup of. What? Well, say you went to a bar and you bought a beer, and in front of you, they just started pouring water into half of the cup. <laughs> that's this, that's what this feels like. It feels like if I had spent fifty quid on this, which luckily I didn't. I got the EA Access ten hour little thing hmm. and then I used Boomerang Rentals to play it again for an extra few days and I just didn't get anything out of it just sent no. it back I was just like this is this this isn't it's for me it's coming too often these days these multiplayer only games what? that aren't even like they aren't padded okay. out enough to be multiplayer only for a, for a, a, a counter opinion to that I I don't like multiplayer only games mm-hmm. but I love Titanfall yeah so what is the difference well, Titanfall's between... 15 quid now I know, I know, but that's when it came out, I would definitely say don't buy it. Well, but no, now... when it when it came out, within within four months of it being released, it was down to twenty pound, hmm. and I snapped up straight away. And I don't regret buying it at twenty pounds. I even paid ten pound yeah. for the season pass. That's thirty quid I invested into a game. Yeah. There's not enough and in it to be a full price game. All of it's free now. Hmm. Like yeah. the game is free on EA Access. You've got all the map packs for free, and well, I you get still... a trial on EA Access. And... No, you get the full oh, game on Xbox time. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still don't regret paying thirty quid to play it because it is. It is a lot more. What what is the term? It's just it feels more significant. It feels like there's more going on. Like in this, you play as I think time for you play as a faceless person every time. You've mm. created this this avatar for you to run in, but there's no face, there's no personification of who you are. You make a time, you make your person, you're a pilot. Everyone thinks you're awesome because you're a pilot, and this is apparently quite a skillful job to do. But you, can, you, get you jump packs and stuff. And yeah, you, run you don't walls. ever have like a personality. You are just the person, you just go into it, you're done. Hmm. In Star Wars Battlefront, three people, there is a mode called Hero, Hero Team or Hero Battle. Three people play key characters from the films, and then on the hero or the villain side, and then the other three play the opposing forces, and then you've got three people on each of those teams that just play grunts. And every time one of the heroes dies, it feels like nothing. Like, loads of the time they just take a knee and then just disappear. <laughs> and it just feels so stupid and insignificant. I, I'm not saying that this isn't how Star Wars games should be. It's just I think that the scope and the level and everything they put into this, it just isn't enough. I would like a Battlefront game that feels like the old Battlefronts. Um, yeah. More characters that aren't just from the movies. Like, going to expanded universe stuff, because it's not canon, so who the fuck cares anymore? 
Like, wouldn't it be cool if you could have Starkiller in one of those games? I don't know why they didn't. Yeah, he would have been cool. Like, yeah, I like Starkiller. I actually like Unleashed. Star Wars yeah. Unleashed is uh, fine. I was going to get it on PC, but apparently PC version runs at 30 frames per second. Yeah, super doggy. Yeah, and if you, unpack, if you unlock it to 60, the physics fuck up. Oh, really? Yeah, and physics are quite important in that game. Because it's, yeah, it's all like throwing your lights in through windows and having people like get sucked out and stuff. Yeah. Do you remember Dead Space 2 when they started doing that and everyone, no one noticed? Yeah. It's like one of the best aspects of that game and no one noticed. I'm going to go back and say that Dead Space 2 is still one of my favourite games of all time. I still haven't played it. I got it. Best ending to a game. I've got the first two Dead Space games and I haven't played either. No, that's 15 minutes. The ending to that game is just my favourite ending of any game. Oh, better than Mass Effect 2. Mass Effect 3. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Star Wars yes. Battlefront. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront, I give it... What is it you're going to say... Uh... I give it Jason Statham. Jason Statham, but watered down. No, no, I give it Jason <laughs> Statham because it's it's skirting that line of mediocrity. In Jason every Statham, often. but not covered in oil. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's skirting a line of mediocrity, and every so often there'll be like a there'll be like a highlight, but then straight mm. after there'll be a dip, and you've just got this. You've essentially just got this. When you do the average mean, you've just got average straight line. Just a straight line. There's no there's no up or down. Like maybe in the beginning of his career, there was a slight slight like hill. Yeah, but then it went straight down. It was just like oh, See, leveled out. When I worked at EA, we used to always talk about how if there was ever a new Battlefront game, because that was when Free Radical went under. Yeah, and we used to talk about well, they should let Dice make a Battlefront game. It would be friggin' awesome. Like if they just made Battlefield with Star Wars, but they didn't. They made something else, and it kind of it's not Battlefront and it's not Battlefield. I I think I'd agree with you if it was back in the day of Battlefield Two, or oh, Battlefield yeah, Bad yeah, Company, best, best era. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the one I worked Basically, on. Basically, there was there was five <laughs> years. There was five years that this would have been the best yeah. Battlefield. I think game. Battlefield 1943, the downloadable Xbox Live one, is one of the most yeah. underrated Battlefield games. The problem is, as soon as Battlefield 4 came out, and they realised, oh, we can release release a shit show, mm. and people will still buy this. And you can have that. The music's gone, and yeah. it's and they'll buy duty. double this. They'll buy they'll buy double this because they'll buy the premium, mm. and they'll buy the game, and then. The old Battlefields I, I, felt grand. You had that music that was yeah. like orchestral and built up and the levels had like a really nice design and structure to them but now it's all yeah. about some set piece. The music's been turned into static. Yeah. Like, like, I'm pretty sure Battlefield 4's theme tune is just like... No, no, it's not. It's it's the Terminator theme tune. It's like... Da, 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 da. But it's all just bass <laughs> and drums. So it's just like... Um, yeah, I reckon I reckon if this was me, if they had jumped on that bandwagon, if they if they got in there right after maybe maybe right before Bad Company Two was complete, hmm. when they were just doing the beta testing for Bad Company Two and they were like, What are you gonna do Bad next? Bad Company Two is probably the most fun I've had on a battlefield game. The, if they were if they go right then it'd be great. This would be this would be the game that we wanted hmm. it to be. But because it's they are so lazy with this shit. Look at... Okay, I don't actually mind Battlefield Hardline. A lot of the Hardline. guys who worked on DICE have left over the years, though. I don't mind Battlefield Hardline. I don't have a problem with it. But my problem <laughs> with it... My problem with it is... <laughs> like Battlefront 4, if Battlefront 4 was released for 40 quid and I bought it and I had to play it in the state that I've had to play it in since it was released, hmm. I would be so fucking annoyed if someone asked me for another 40 quid. Hmm. And I would be so embarrassed as a game production company... That I would turn around and say, <laughs> premium's free. Cause we got ya. Yeah. We fucking got ya. We've played our prank. We've done the joke. You know, jokes on us. Egg on our face. We released a really shitty game that didn't work. So, here's a little bonus cause you did but get here's a full thing. price. Bad Company 2 was so good they convinced people to pay to rent servers on Xbox 360. Yeah. That's like that's that has, that's, that's a prime genius. example of like people going. I'm happy enough to pay for extra for this. Yeah. Thank you. But then as soon as <laughs> Battlefield Four came out, I didn't Fuck buy it. Battlefield until Battlefield Three was a mess as well. Battlefield Three. The problem with Battlefield, it's, it lacked character and yeah, 
Yeah. Like, I didn't mind playing the multiplayer on that. And they sort of, like, they built up on Battlefield, on the Bad Company shocking. games. They built up the... Yeah, oh, God, yeah, I never yeah. finished it. Um, Bad Company built up this whole anything can happen. Like, over, over that point, to Bad Company too. they had the scene... Levolution! Yeah. Um, but Battlefield 3, they sort of cut that back because they wanted to have set pieces again, like the tower collapsing and stuff. Yeah, which I understand. Well, no, that was Battlefield 4. Battlefield 3 didn't have a tower collapsing. Battlefield 3 actually didn't have very much in the way of damage to towns mm. and stuff. That was the one that yeah. was... That was the one that was... Because you remember Battlefield 2, Bad, uh, Bad Company 2, mm. had tons of level destruction. You could, like, fucking literally dent the earth. Whereas yeah, Battlefield not too 3... Much, though. That's why you couldn't go prone in that Battlefield game. Battlefield 3, none. Mm. And then Battlefield 4, they brought it back again, but it's all like, oh, look, five mm. seconds after a building's stomach collapse, it's actually just quickly elasticated back together and then collapsed in front of you. Because that's how broken yeah, it is. Bad company, you couldn't go prone because they wanted the terrain to deform, and if you went prone on the terrain, yeah. your character would be doing this and <laughs> going all over the place at different angles. I mean, like, the problem <laughs> they is... They tried that, it. <laughs> as I was saying, Hardline, it was a genuine attempt at making a multiplayer that was kind of fun. And then yeah. the actual um It the didn't actual need to be that. It could have been anything else. The story mode was fine. Well, it, it, that's the thing. It's, it's it should almost been like bad boys, Hardline. They're trying to be Call of Duty, <laughs> yeah. and they're not. Call of Duty. Yeah, you're a slightly you're you're like someone's drinking Corona, and then and, and that's the Call of Duty, and then over the other side of the bar, someone's drinking a fine whiskey with just one ice cube. <laughs> that's that's what Battlefield used to be. You fucking put ice cubes in whiskey, you cunts. Some people do. It depends on the whiskey, because certain certain types, <laughs> and the way that like smoked whiskeys, if you've yeah. got like a smoked bourbon, or a, if yeah. it's even if it's like a really if it's a mixed sour mesh, not single malt, I put an ice cube in it just because over time. The kids today drink Jack Daniels and they think that's whiskey. <laughs> drink Daniels. Jack Daniels is a mix. It's a mixer you mix with harder drinks such as Coca Cola. Jack Daniels is an upsetting, upsetting drink. Do you remember like like when you were younger, the rock stars all drank Jack Daniels? They still do. They wear bloody t-shirts. I don't get it. Shit. I had a Jack Daniels t-shirt and a Jack Daniels lighter. I never drank Jack Daniels. No. I always used to drink a Ranger Boom it's, it's beer. It's a mixer, man. It's awful. You respect a good whiskey. Anyway. But yeah, so I give uh, Battlefront, yeah, it's a, it's a solid Jason Statham. Unoiled Jason Statham. Just an average, straight... Like, if you if you can see a large expanse of land and there's a horizon, that's really what I'm imagining, just that straight line in the distance. Hmm. Your turn, Ant. What is your first review this week? My first review is going to be a film you've reviewed. It's going to be Fantastic Four. It's a pile of yes! bollocks. Yes! That film was absolute fucking shite. It was amazing, right? It was shit. It was really good. It like 20 minutes at the start, I'm like, oh, this is all right. It doesn't feel like Fantastic Four, but it's all right. Do you play my drinking game? No. My drinking game is every time you notice Kate Mara's wearing a wig, you take a shot. Well, that's all in the second half of the film, because <laughs> it's like quite clearly been reshot. But it's there's, there's so shit. Like... They have this whole setup with Ben Grimm and Reed Richards that they never call themselves by the fantastic. Ben Grimm doesn't even once say they've turned me into a thing. Like he yeah. could have just done that. No, like human, I, like, they have this whole build up and then they get called to the center. Ben doesn't get to go. He he lives in New York. He's come with Reed to New York, but he doesn't work at the center. He no. just stays at home. So yeah. are they got a thing going on. Well, like bumming. I don't think him and Sue are getting together. But then they have this whole bit where, like, Sue Storm's job is to make costumes because women make clothes. Yeah. Um, Which is in the second half. No, she doesn't make the super suits, though. Someone else does. She doesn't have anything to do with that. 
Oh yeah, she makes the adaptive she environment makes, suits. She makes the environment suits. Yeah, but she is a biologist. <laughs> but this is like she doesn't have anything to do that. But then there's that whole bit where they get drunk and they go, "Oh, we're going to go through the portal thing." Wait, we're not all here. And they call Ben Grimm. He had nothing to do with building I that know, thing. Yeah, like, His job when they're at school was finding like copper wire and shit. Like yeah. he didn't even understand the stuff they were making. I know, yeah, yeah. Like, couldn't they have like like? Here's how you could have worked him in. Like, you know, they said NASA were going to come in and go through the portal. Yep. Why not have Ben Grimm be a member of NASA? He's an astronaut in the comics. He was there. Why not have it be, oh, I'm, I've got a scholarship, I'm going to join NASA. Set the whole bit where they want to do the portal and they but make the experiment a, a couple of years later. Yeah, but they're not they're not teen at that point, are they? They're meant to be like 20. Yeah, you can say that it's gone like two years later and Ben Grimm's done NASA. They've gone their separate ways. Did you? Okay. And then he comes back and he's like, oh, they want me to go through here. Yeah. And he's like, you know what, this was your dream, Reed. Let's all do this now. And let's take Sue because she made those suits... And they fit quite nice. <laughs> and he's like, She's got a measure. Sue, could you make me some shorts? That'd be nice. But Short she doesn't shorts. make him any shorts. Ben Grimm has to walk around naked. Um, he's super naked. And he's then, got no penis. No. Do you think he's like a dog? He should have made that. Do you think he just like... Just pops out. <laughs> yeah, it's like... It's really fleshy with spikes. Flesh. <laughs> it's like an echidna one. Eight it's tips. Like seven. Got eight tips on it's it. Like, like an echidna. No, it's like seven. <laughs> you made me fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no one believes you, rock monster. <laughs> <laughs> You're coming downtown, it's Ben kid. Grimm's blind girlfriend. She's oh, she's lovely. She's not in it. I know. No. Um, the film's embarrassed to be a Fantastic Four movie. I know. It's embarrassed to be a comic book movie. No. Why does the Human Torch have to switch his powers on and off with a button? Okay. Wait, does he? Yeah, his suit has a control. He can't stop his flames. He has to turn a switch. They actually specify that the suit allows him to control his power. Oh, yeah, I don't remember that. So when have you seen him land, he goes... Like that, it's like a gas valve thing that he turns yeah. off. Um, Sue Storm's cool. suit can go invisible though, that's no trouble. She doesn't need to switch that on or off. No, that's fine. Reed Richards makes his own stretchy suit out of just really long sleeves and some friggin' slinkies. No, he has springs. He gets a slinky suit. Yeah, he has a special slinky suit. He escapes and then disappears, and then Doctor Doom turns up and he's like, oh, Doctor Doom's really injured. And then he gets in the thing and he's like, oh, you woke me up, I'm gonna destroy the world now. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's my plan all along. So when did that come into it? This is 20 minutes from the end. Okay. So, what do you give... And then they got the most half-assed, if we work as a team, we can save the day bit. What do you give the Fantastic Four as it exists now? Fuck all, that film's shit. (laughs) But, here's a question. Even though you've seen this, do you not want to... It's not even campy. Do you want to see the original (laughs) film? The the Josh Trank one? It would still be terrible. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon. See, because I like... Okay, so this is... I don't think he had any intention of making a Fantastic Four film. This is my argument, right? I like Michael B. Jordan. I like, um, God, what was the guy who played Von Toby Do- Kibble. Toby Kibble. I like both those actors Kibbles a lot. And bits. They're both quite Kibbles funny. And, bits. and even in this, like, the small moments of characterization you get from both of those You people. know, Toby Kibble's, uh, Doom's of Gamergator in this. Right? Yeah, yeah, he does. That's what he is. He's like, I hate the world. I want to see it burn. Well, no, that's the thing. He's, he's that bearded, neck bearded personality that we yeah. take the piss out of. I don't want Doctor Doom. I want Doctor Doom in a film. Just but once. I, I want Doctor Doom to be well. in a film. And we can have <laughs> Doctor Doom. I kind of think that Josh Trank was like, okay, so they go into this world. Doctor Doom. He, I think, like, like the whole they've of... cut back to him and shown how he's evolved over the years. Well, that's the thing. The whole of the thing where he fell in the stuff and then never came back. Why did he touch it? It seems like that was shot after Josh oh, Trent yeah, left. Yeah. And what's with they put the flag in the earth, the ground cracks. Yeah. Twenty seconds later, they stick a pike into the earth so they can abseil down a cliff. You've just seen that the ground does not yeah. like having stuff stuck in it. 
that whole like they get their powers based on what stuff is, is hitting them in the face when they get in the pod. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing that I really, really oh. didn't like. Did you not feel like you know? Um, so as soon as they're getting drunk and he's bouncing on the chair and they're being a little bit childish, yeah, and you're kind of like, this is getting a bit campy. This is getting a bit towards like teenagers God, have been given in unlimited power. What yeah. are they doing? Oh. But as soon as they go into that thing, I'm like, someone else is filming this. Well, Josh Trank apparently shot all the extra bits, but it was all just based on studio, what they wanted. And he was yeah. like, okay, but as long as I can shoot it. So at least then it retains really? some of his visual style. Because was- all that stuff in that other, all the CGI stuff in that other oh, planet yeah, felt weird. It felt different. Yeah. But it's like, and then we're even- scientists. Let's go dig our hands in this green yeah. goo. Like, and then even uh, when uh, they came back, the only part that felt like Josh Trank had filmed it was the part where Miles Teller was screaming out for someone to come help yeah. him. I can see the Cronenberg influences yeah. there and all that. Like, but... I, and then and then where he's crawling through the vents and you just see a pile of rocks. I was like, okay, again, this feels like a horror film. I'm going to come back like... for you, Ben. I'll come back. Yeah. He spends a year. Yeah. It takes a year. This feels like more like what Josh Trank was trying to go he for. He doesn't even come back for them. Like, they capture him. He gets caught, yeah. <laughs> He gets head-butted but in the forest in a 12-second action. Your one action scene. There is so much in that film that feels like someone else is filming it. Mm. And then it goes back to something that feels familiar to the first part. And then the film fucking cuts before they even say Fantastic Four. Yeah. Like, how it, like the whole film, the whole way through, I'm like, are you embarrassed to be a comic book movie? I want to see Josh Trank's version. This looks fantastic. Is that, what did you I say? If I don't get to see Josh Trank's version, I would just like to read. If the film was successful, you might have had a chance to see Josh Trank's version because they think, oh, we can re-release this, yeah. get some more money out of it. But it wasn't. I'd like to, I like to read Max Landis's. This script. is going to be like the Richard Donner cut, except no one wants to see Josh Trank's version. <laughs> I of the film. do, I really do. Uh, that's the problem. I have this Richard Donner cut of Superman two is actually really good. No, it's not. I it's like fucking it. a madman. You it's like fantasy. It's a cobbled together thing because of all the mess that's gone on. But there's better stuff in it. Did Mario Kidder cut his face off and wear it for a week on yeah. set? <laughs> but um, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic Four spot. It's giving me new appreciation for the friggin' Tim Story films. No, it's not. No, because there's little things like, you, you mean, know, the uh, whole. You mean, uh... We just made suits that work yeah. in this one. But in the Tim Story one, it's like, at least they tried to explain it was part of the Power Cosmic. I. It felt like a comic book movie. I think this could have been something. I think there could have been something good in there. And I think it's fucking gone. Not Fantastic Four, though. It should no, be something else. It, well, it could have been Fantastic Four, but it would have been Fantastic Four matching The Amazing Spider Man. If you match those together, if you were to think of those universes as one, because they're trying to Probably do not, the ultimate Spider-Man universe. Is bollocks as well. I know, but they're trying to do the <laughs> ultimate universe, but they just mm. don't know what that means. No. And that's fine, because the ultimate universe was... I, I reckon if you were a 50-year-old man and you were given a comic and someone went, oh, this looks, uh, it looks edgy, you know, there's blood, there's a little bit of swear. Uh, let's make edgy Spider-Man, let's make edgy fantasy. It's like... No, oh, Spider-Man went to shit off the boy. Michael Bendis stopped writing it. No, it didn't. It did. No, it didn't, because you've still got fucking Miles Morales, one of the best Spider-Men. Like, even with Spider-Gwen, Venom, you know, all those other people taking over the Spider-Man mantle, the best Spider-Man is still Peter Parker in Ultimate Spider-Man or Miles Teller... Uh, Miles- Everyone knows the best Spider-Man Miles is Morales. Peter Parker in the 1990s cartoon. No. Everyone knows it is. That's the best Spider-Man. <laughs> that voice is fucking irritating. And there's that whole episode of Spider-Man. There's a bit where Venom's driving a truck, and he's like, "Beep beep, ah, Spider-Man." I watched the first Spider-Man from the other day, Sam Raimi one. Yeah, great. still still fucking good. It's great. I was going to watch Spider-Man two, but Avengers: Age of Ultron was on at the same time. I'm like, is that on TV? And my uncle was like, "There's a new Avengers film." I'm like, "Yeah, switching over. Going to watch Age of Ultron." Oh, the Sky Movies. Yeah, and I was like quite surprised, and it's um, still not a great film. But um, 
I still think Ultron and Black Widow are the best things about that film. Yeah. Oh, and the bit where um, Quicksilver grabs Thor's hammer as he's running past it. It's oh, fucking yeah, hilarious. Yeah. So. yeah. And Vision. <laughs> Vision's really good. Mm. I mean, like, the problem is too much Tony Stark will kill you every time. Yeah. Um, Captain America's Lucy Defined Powers. Why is it only the Russo brothers can get his powers right? Yeah. I'm really looking forward to Civil War. Yeah. Three months away. No, no. We gotta get through Batman vs Superman first. Fuck you. Fuck. Fantastic Four is bollocks. Batman vs Superman. Gods and monsters. Um, yeah, no, it's bollocks. But I'd like to. I'd really. I genuinely. I think Max Landis wrote a good script. Yeah, he didn't write that script though. That was like. No, 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 no. Did you read the pages that he put up? No. He. I think he's disowned this and he's disowned other stuff. I mean, he's quite a. He's quite a flippant person, I feel. Fairly opinionated, that guy. Which is fair enough. <laughs> you know, you got in a position where you've written film scripts and someone's taken your vision and turned it into something else that's fine. Mm. You can be opinionated, I don't give a shit. Um, but I would like to read his script, Fantastic Four. That is a genuine want. It's possibly even a need in my life. Mm. I just need to, I need to know what could have been. Yeah, I'll give you what you want and give you what you need. Fight for your life. He's stuff a handsome pistols. guy. It's a handsome guy. I might be in, I might what? be in for it. Well, what's, the, what's the payment? Is he into guys? Possibly. He's got crazy hair. Yeah, he's got rainbow hair. Yeah, yeah. what's up, Max Landis? Yeah. <laughs> Getting hit on my podcast. Come on, I'll show you Max Landis. Can we <laughs> in the UK and sit on a podcast? <laughs> You'll take one look at a rinky-dink operation and be like... <laughs> no, he'll be like, there's a microphone? I can talk into that. <laughs> hey, Max, I'll entertain your Mary Sue theory if you want. Hey, hey, American Ultra, how was that? <laughs> that was two films at once. <laughs> so, it? so, Jesse Eisenberg, uh, was he brain dead when he started filming this? <laughs> Max, can I ask you about your more talented dad? Sorry, shit. Hey, now, hey. That's yet to be proven. A man's 40-year comp- career can't be compared to his son's five-year career. Uh, Max, John Landis was uh, had a cameo in Paris, Sound Look, John Landis killed a couple of people. <laughs> yeah, true. Slightly different. Yeah. Anyway... Your next review. My next review this week is going to be something that um, that I played almost the entirety of through. Oh. I played the beta earlier this year, and it was it was entertaining enough. It felt very similar to what's come before. But I was recently bought Halo Five Guardians, mm. which I'd only heard bad things about. I'm going to be honest. I I They're good stuff. My problem was I had a choice between that or Forza 6, and the reason I chose Halo 5 Guardians is doing this podcast, I have to try and speedrun a lot of games. I try and get as much out of a game in a very short space of time, just so that I can sort of get an opinion of it. I don't like to... Like, maybe... maybe um, Yeah, Forza's like, you could play 40 hours and scratch yeah. the surface. Yeah, you, Forza you could play for hours and hours and you'd never... I even... could spend 40 hours making a car exactly. graphic, because that's just, what I do. That's one of those things that you just... You won't ever get that full opinion of. Um, so I went for Halo 5, because I'm a massive fan of Halo. I've played every Halo game. Halo 3 is quite possibly the worst piece of shit I've ever played in my life, but Halo 4 had some original concepts. I liked Halo 3 until the flood turned up. After that, I was just... I zoned out. What are you doing? What is this? I'm going to show you my cars I made. Oh, God, no, don't do that now. Wait until after the podcast, because I need to be able to see if I'm maxing out your levels. just keep reviewing your... Anyway, Halo 5 Guardians. You've never Um, concerned about that ever before. Halo 5 Guardians was one of the biggest controversies, because it had one of the biggest controversies around it, was because the the actual game itself, the marketing campaign, was quite deceiving. Um, A lot of it... um, Oh, yeah, they made out that you're going to have this other guy. A lot of it made out that, that Master Chief would be your last boss. 
or you'd be fighting Locke as your last boss, because Locke was the other guy on yeah. the other team. Um, but none of that really happened. It was just like, every so often you'd see someone in the distance, you'd be like, oh, there's Master Chief, go get him. And you wouldn't get him. You wouldn't be able to catch him. Um, what is this? That's a car, mate. Is that a lady? Design. It's Goldie, Sin City. Oh, yeah. Okay, I get it. There's no settling down. It's going to be blood for blood and by the gallon. It's the old days. Why would you put on a car when there? you're expecting to lap someone and they won't be able to read that? Well, it's on the side of the car that matters. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, Halo 5 Guidance. Um, it's just no one has any personality. Master Chief has never had personality. He's always been that blank, you never see his face. Yeah, he's not a character. That's because you're meant to personify yourself onto him. You're meant to go, oh, this is this is me fighting this battle. Nice. Um, <laughs> and... With Locke, you don't get that because he's taking his mask off constantly. He's talking. Hmm. He's he, you know, Nathan Fillion's his his witty sidekick. Yeah, didn't he die in Halo Reach or Halo ODST? ODST, yeah. No, no, none of them did. I don't think. But anyway, all in all, um, the game's really enjoyable. Just ignore the story. Just yeah. there is no read, no reason to read the dialogue. There's no reason to get into the dialogues and read all the files. There's none of that story that you need to hear. It's just a case of there are opposing forces. You're part of one. You're part of another. So I see the um, Arbiter. Mm. He's in it again. Halo Two. I love that guy. Although he's, you remember, he was missing one of his, one of his faces. Yeah, he's got his jaw bit missing. Yeah, he doesn't have that missing in the new one. Oh, maybe they forgot. Maybe they added it. Maybe, maybe in like, Halo Two they just fucked up the one. graphics. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Um, but uh, all in all, I really enjoyed it. It's a Halo game. Mm. Um, there's no flood so far. Oh, I'm, good. I'm up to mission eleven. Yeah, that was the worst part. Mission man. eleven or ten. I'm it's like you've got a game that's built around like moving and diving and mm. and then you've got an enemy enemies just... that move around a lot and then it turns it into serious Sam for like yeah. however long. I hate um, those levels. But yeah, no, I really, really like it. Like I always like Halo games. They're so solid when it comes to shooting. And um the guys that do it, it's team four three three four three. Three four three, yeah. Yeah, they're uh, they're pretty solid at this stuff. One thing I will say is multiplayer, it's not balanced. The problem with multiplayer is if you get that sword and you just Camp somewhere with a plasma you know, sword. Yeah, and you know someone's going to be coming through there. There's no skill to the game anymore. It's no. not. It's not a skill based game at that point. If you want to have plasma swords in a level, have them in a big level, and have them so it's much like Red Faction, where you had like people would start on sides, yeah. and you just rush. There'd be like a, a fucking fray in the middle, and then either side you'd have people trying to snipe each other. Have that, but don't have small condensed levels, and then have someone with fucking plasma rifle. It's just it's not fair. It's not balanced. I uh, I give the game a solid Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is... Van Wilder, party liaison. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a more serious film and I realise that it's not Ryan Reynolds, it's actually Heath Ledger and it's much better than the score I'm trying to give to this game. <laughs> so I didn't want to say it. I was for some reason Ned thinking... Kelly. Heath Ledger, no, um, Candy. No. Incredible movie. I, I highly read that, I'll give that to my Hankins. But... Calvin Candy. Calvin <laughs> Candy. No, um... Uh, my favorite teacher with with Ryan Reynolds. My favorite teacher, never seen it. <laughs> it's not right. Oh uh, no. Uh, no, fuck! What should I give it? Um, Do you feel like maybe this scoring system you devised isn't? No, it's great if I'm thinking about well, it. I devised, but yeah. it's great if I'm thinking about it. And you didn't devise. I did. In one episode of Crit Apocalypse, I went scoring actors, and you went, "Oh, oh right. really?" And that's what I've just run with. <laughs> oh yeah. shit, Jesus! My whole life is a lie. Yeah. I give it Sylvester Stallone from Cliffhanger. It's really on the edge because I feel like story would make it better and if multiplayer was more refined it'd be great. John Lithgow's great in Cliffhanger. He is. But if, um, but because it just, it skirts that line. I'm so happy playing the single player but once I'm done with it, I'm done with it. 
probably not going to play the multiplayer very I much. I should play in co-op for the story mode on that. I might do that. Might that's do usually that. fun. Yeah, it's usually quite good. But no one plays on Legendary. I only ever play the games on Legendary. Yeah, I did Halo 3 on Legendary with friends, but they kept being shit, and See, I basically did it myself. The problem with single player as well, actually, thinking about this, the artificial, the AI in single player, um, if you press a button, it basically draws them to you to heal you. Yeah. But they don't go the way that you would naturally go to avoid fire. So if you purposely start picking people off from behind cover, and you've got space behind you that's completely undercover, but you're shooting out to the angle that isn't, and you get shot down, and there's still cover for them to sneak around and just heal you, and then you back up, you pop back up, and you take a shot. They'll come around the fucking front of you, and get <laughs> sniped in the back of the head whilst they're trying to heal nice. you, and you're lying there just like, well, this isn't the plan, guys. <laughs> Tactics, come on. But it's still completely pointless to ever get in a car with an AI driving it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, the worst. The best thing is, it's kind of like they're on rails, but every so often there'll be something in the middle of the road, they'll be like, eh, all right, come on, guys. Come on, Rhino, out the way. Uh, fucking stupid but yeah no it's uh, it's it's worth playing for single player just I, I think expectations on this one need to be low £25 I go for Ooh. so I mean it's not expensive yeah 20 quid £25 it's alright just bought Pokemon for I got Halo 4 with my Xbox 360 and oh I everyone got Halo 4. I got it yeah. from the Microsoft I played Expert. it for about 20 minutes and traded it in <laughs> did you ever have Expert Zone no Alright, so it was, if you're a retail, oh, if you're yeah, a retail. Oh yeah, that, yeah, I never yeah. bothered signing up to it. Oh, I did, and I got Halo for, Halo 4, on day of release, I spent three quid, and it got delivered yeah. two days later. Yeah, one of the um, Xbox rep tried to get me to sign up to it, and um, I did, and I got bored. <laughs> yeah, you just do surveys and shit, but like, since I've not been in retail for like, four years, yeah. I've not, my, every time, every time after, I do try and buy something from <laughs> that's oh, not right. for sale, because I'm not in retail anymore, I can't oh. prove anything. Oh. You should sign up to it now. <laughs> being Debenhams would just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. We sell Xboxes. We used to have game stores in Debenhams. Yeah, I know, over in Guildford. Yeah. yeah. Is there still one in Guildford? Nah. nah. That was weird. Anyway. You gonna review something or you gonna eat that watch? I'm gonna eat my watch. Um, yeah, stop doing that. Review stuff. I am going to review Undertale. Okay. It's good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's won some game of the years. Has it? Yeah, loads of Game of the Years. Really? Loads of people like it. And man, does that upset the nerds. Really? They don't like it. They think it's an SJW bat game. What's SJW? Social Justice Warrior, apparently. Why? Because they think it's like pushing some agenda. Because you play what? as a girl, and it's friendship and stuff. Like the game, the way it plays, your little girl has been sent to go into a monster world. Basically Midian, effectively. Yeah. Um, so it's basically Nightbreed. And you can fight the monsters and kill them. If you want, and you'll get XP and you'll level up. Yeah. But the game's structured for you to basically find ways of beating the monsters peacefully. And usually it involves things like complimenting them on their hat, or wobbling with them, like the jelly that they are. Um, And then you spare them. And then there's boss battles which require a little bit more involved. And the challenge comes from they do an attack and you have to sort of dodge their attack. Like you have a little heart in the square, and their attacks are like tears falling down or something. You have to swoop the heart in between the tears to not get hit. Okay. Or bones shooting on the screen, you jump through. So it's like a weird minigame style thing. Yeah. So it's a nice way of avoiding combat. It's got a lot of earthboundiness to it and stuff like that. Um, really cute sort of MS-DOS era graphics, Very lots of hot pinks. Um, but it's really cute game. It's constantly subverting expectations, constantly messing with what you're expecting to happen. Um, nice little things, like you walk along and there's a little bound of snow. And it's a snow poof. And you walk up to the next one, and it keeps going, this is another snow poof. There's a snow poof here. 
and then he gets to the end and one of the snowproofs a little dog's head comes out of it and then it stands up and it's a giant like, suit of armour with a little <laughs> tiny dog in it it's yeah. called the greater dog and um, to defeat him you have to beckon him towards you and then start patting him and then he rolls onto his belly you have to rub his belly and that's how you defeat the boss um, but yeah it's really nicely presented it's all like it's a weird peaceful fun game you can play through it and kill everything and there's a different path the game takes okay. and apparently yeah, it's worth playing through multiple times because little tiny things you do can affect stuff that happens later and like apparently there's something um, like if you buy something from the spider's shop that can affect something a little later if you don't do it but um, yeah it's full of weird weird characters and you can go on a date with a skeleton so that's good <laughs> date a skeleton um, called papyrus scary skeleton there's papyrus and sands they're two guard oh, skeletons are they Egyptian? no um, Sans talks with Comic Sans oh. um, <laughs> nice. and Papyrus is Papyrus font mm. um, Papyrus is a dashing warrior he's going to save the day and all sorts you go on a date with him and he um, changes his clothes and he's wearing a t-shirt that says cool dude on it it didn't say cool dude on it originally he put it on there <laughs> it sounds like me it's amazing it sounds like me on a date it's amazing <laughs> in fact right now I came to a podcast wearing mm. what is quite possibly my favourite t-shirt and it's the nerdiest t-shirt I own but I'm wearing a jumper over it to oh. find out nerdy it is oh dear it's outrageous do you want to see it? I don't know this is, this is pretty impressive you'll, you'll oh, be impressed by this gross is that a spunk? no it's a pokeball oh it's a water pokeball poke that's, that's, that's my saddest well, t-shirt you're wearing a Scott Pilgrim you wear that every time I'm wearing time. a Smashing Pumpkins t-shirt no it's Scott Pilgrim yeah, it's yeah, Scott Pilgrim Smashing Pumpkins t-shirt. Yeah. He happens to wear it. I want the plum tree one. The white so wait, red one. Tell me more about these yeah, social one. justice people, because I've not heard about this Undertale controversy. Oh, apparently anyone who thinks, like, you know, people shouldn't be dicks to each other are social justice warriors. Star Wars has a social justice agenda because there's a woman in it and a black person. Well, it's and gay, gay, gay characters. Yeah, that's the sort of people Gamergate hate. I kind of think the pilot, you said this the other time, that he's going to be in love with Finn. I think Finn and Poe are gay as fuck. I don't think Finn's gay. <laughs> oh, Finn, you've got a boyfriend, a cute boyfriend. What straight guys ever ask someone if they've got a cute boyfriend? <laughs> someone trying to bang a lady? No. It's like, well, no. He's asking if she's got a cute boyfriend. Okay, when I was like, when I was when I was single <laughs> and I was younger, I used to say to people, have you got a boyfriend? Like, a they cute boyfriend? Yes. No, I used to say, are they bigger than me? <laughs> and then like, whichever way they took it, I used to then just run with it and try and be a dick about them. Yeah. And then try and convince them to run off with me, obviously. No, that's not... That's, that's, as far as their bedroom was, anyway. I didn't want to fucking run off into the sunset. I didn't really well, want to give them romance. Poe was definitely played gay. Yeah, Poe is super gay. Yeah. And Oscar He's Isaac's very dashing. He knows about fashion. He plays it <laughs> so fucking well. Yeah. I loved him in that. Yeah. I would hang he's out with him. He's got dashing hair. He has awesome hair. He's yeah. got, like, he's, he's, he's really running the gambit for curly-haired yeah. people. But, um, yeah, Finn is, I think Finn's blatant. I mean, look at. No, I think Phil's, Finn's gonna be in love with Ray. Nah, it's too yeah. easy. No, it's not too easy. It's Star Wars. <laughs> nothing's too easy. As long as they're not talking about fucking trade federations, nothing's too easy. <laughs> Easy's uh, good. What was I talking about? Undertale, it's good. I'm gonna play it. I am gonna play it. play it. They're releasing it for the Wii U? No, I don't know. Probably at some point. I don't know. It's only made by one guy. Oh, is it really? Yeah, Toby Fox. He made loads of weird videos and stuff years ago. Yeah. Done music for other stuff. Maybe but, not um, them. But yeah. um, it's, it's something that's piqued my interest. It's a cool, such a cool game. The and social, I've not played all the, the way through it yet. Yeah, I need to make people just wind people up. I fucking hate people like that. Yeah. 
People I just I just despise Mad people. Max had a social justice agenda apparently, a feminist agenda. <sighs> fucking idiots. Mad Max Fury Road was a fucking good film. Yeah. I'm sorry that if some people are scared that women can beat them up like, it's just it is just <laughs> keyboard jockeys, isn't it? There's um this MRA website called uh, Rise of the Knights or something like that. Yeah. And they're claiming that they've scored a massive damage to Star Wars box office. Like they've got nine hundred followers on Twitter and they know that all nine hundred thousand of them didn't go see Star Wars because of its like anti men agenda. So they've cost them, what, $4 million? No, not even that. Yeah. Because those people wouldn't have actually seen it in the cinema. They would have all pirated it. I doubt 900,000 followers haven't watched Texas. Star Wars. I wouldn't be surprised if They're all idiots. It's just, it's one of those things... 4 million of what? Like 1.6 billion it's made already? If you if you go to Africa and you give everyone in Africa a Mars bar, there's mm. going to be 700 people who are upset about it in England going, Help us! Give us your Mars bars before you give them your Africa. And you'd be like, well, listen here, buddy. This is the reason you don't have a Mars bar right now. Firstly, they're manufactured and sold in the UK. So you're fine to buy one for 50p. In Africa, oddly enough, there isn't a rampant spate of Mars bars being sold on the street corners in their local currency. So sadly, they don't have them available to them. I think they'd rather have, like, healthy food. Yeah, they'd rather have rice or or Callaloo or something like that. But Calzone. you know, but it still stands. It's like someone going like, oh, my house is flooded. People sub. My house is flooded and I don't have insurance and I've lost my telly. It's because the migrants, all the well, money went the to migrants. the migrants. It's because the migrants are coming over the country. It's like, no, this A is what's... bomb Syria. This is what's happened. You don't have... You either have made the decision at some point in your life not to have or you've decided that it is against your better interest to have insurance. Hmm. And someone has said to you, you live in a flood area. You should probably have insurance. No, 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 don't need insurance. Never needed it. It'll be fine. we got this snake-shaped sock it's, thing to put in front of the door. It's been fine. There's no reason for us to have insurance. We're not in a flood area. No, you're definitely in a flood... No, we're in the UK. When is the countryside in England exactly. ever flooded? What, is, what are you talking about? Of course I'm not going to have This is one of the benefits of me living on a top-floor mason there. I'm, <laughs> it's going to take some biblical shit to I get me I live halfway this. up a hill, yeah. so I'll see the bottom before it gets to me. But this is the thing, like, and then there's people going like, you should really help out the UK before you help out the people over in other countries. Like, you already have. Here's the difference. <laughs> Here is the difference between what's happening to them and what's happening to you. As much as this cold, awful water has ruined your TV and your Christmas presents, if you had insurance, that money would be back in your hands. The people in Africa and Syria and other places where they don't have that ability to insure their lives against the rampant, horrible crimes that influence their existence every day. Many of which are perpetrated by us dropping bombs on them. Exactly! <laughs> You're a fucking idiot! If you don't... You read The Sun, but you don't read anything. Sunt. It's pronounced sunt. You just... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know when you just... You want to shake someone until they understand. You want to say to them, look, if at any point the fact that your carpet is ruined has affected your life to the point where you think you might die, then fine. Here's the five pound I was going to send to Syria. But if you if your life isn't in jeopardy, <laughs> then there is no reason for you ever to complain this yeah, way. Man, the socks are going to get wet when they step on the and carpet then now. The fuck! All the shit that you need is on the <laughs> second floor. The only shit that's on the bottom floor are your chicken nuggets and your fucking freezer and your TV <laughs> and your consoles and the shit you don't need to live. <laughs> Why would you be upset about that? Those Syrians, they've got everything already. They've got oh, mobile yeah, phones. Yeah, they've got yeah, mobile they've phones. Got, they've got everything. Yeah, no, they've got, they've got internet. You see, they've they? got mobile phones. They've probably got Morrison's down the road. They're coming from Syria, not the 1970s. Shit, you should tell them tomorrow's a 49p this week. They'll be fine. You 
Fucking cunts, everyone. Mm. What is wrong with society? Can't they just eat each other? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Britain's first for a bunch of idiots as well. They banned me from commenting on their pages because I kept putting statistical analysis of their, like, their infograms. <laughs> so, Do you see when they um, oh. took their page down and tried to make out that Facebook ban? Yeah, them? yeah. <laughs> Did you see the thing about them? Uh, you know, they're like, they're lieutenants. They call yeah. them lieutenants in general. Because militarising. <laughs> yeah, because militarising. a bad idea. Militarising racial groups isn't anything like what the KKK did. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. they, they had, they, someone had found out that at some point in their lives they'd been claiming benefits to a different degree. Yeah. And so they put their, they put what they were claiming for and <laughs> how long they were claiming for it. And, and I thought that was hilarious. And so I posted their Facebook page. I deleted it immediately. So I, I posted it on their comment pages, like where they had all the stuff. And I was like, it's not real. It's not real. They wouldn't do this. And it was like, well, how many benefits are you on, sir? Deleted. I can't ever comment on their Facebook page again. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, mate, I asked them a genuine question. Like, Kev's been banned on about three accounts from there. So. Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't comment on that. I can't comment on EDL. Wait, can you, if you've got like a Facebook page, can yeah. you log into that Facebook page and then post again? If I create I have a new multiple one, Facebook pages. If I create a new one, I can. Yeah. So last... does it? So if it bans my personal Facebook, could I still go on Film Dump? Yeah. Yeah. And Mellow Gaming. But the problem is, you've got to be careful because Life, they, Peace, anything... and whatever it was I made that group years ago. Apparently, if anything has your address on it, oh. they will they will pretend to be violent. Yeah. So they will send you like a violent message. They'll be like, "Look, listen, here, kid." You may be young. You right. You right. You right. You may right for kinda. But you don't understand. Right. I'll be over there to teach you a lesson. It's like, okay, old man. Alright then. Go for it. <laughs> you've clearly constantly eaten shit your whole life and I am a vegetarian who works out every day. Let's do this. Let's just, <laughs> let's just give it a go. You can cook your steak whilst I kick you in the fucking face, you cunt. I don't get it though. I just don't get these people that sit and just stay in the I seem to have noticed they've tipped the point opinions. recently though because, um, my, Relatives seem to have stopped sharing Britain First posts yeah. recently. Yeah, you wait though. As soon as there's a poppy on that fucking page, it'll be back oh, up on yeah. your Facebook. It'll be like, show us if you respect the troops. The troops are fighting against what you represent! The troops have even said, stopped using our yeah. name. <laughs> you keep saying about World War Two. What do you think we were fucking fighting for? There's the a lot right of Sikhs for fought in World War II. A lot of Muslims fought in World War Two yeah. for us. Yeah. Yeah. Gurkhas! Gurkhas didn't help us in a Falklands. Falklands is like, We took part of Portugal. Or Gurkhas make the SAS look like was it Cyprus or Portugal? Where Possibly. Did we, take it? we took everything. Man. No, where's <laughs> the Falklands located? Oh, that's off in South Africa, South America. It's is like it South America. Yeah, it's off the coast of South America. Yeah, that oh. definitely didn't belong to us, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to say this now. That's definitely not. That was Argentina's. Yeah, mm. that is not us. We used to take a lot of stuff though. Africa, India. We took most of. Africa, I mean, that's how we got India. tea. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we took over loads of America. America is actually just part of England. I want everybody to know. It's actually part of Sussex. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're all named after English places. <laughs> yeah, like New Birmingham. York. What's it like? You've got New, New York and you've got York. Like actual York. Like, have you <laughs> been to York? Why haven't they upgraded that to York 2.0? <laughs> have you ever been to York? Yeah. There's like a church and a corner shop and yeah. like... I think it's there might like, be a uh, town meeting hall, maybe. Where is York? It's like out near Devon, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I used to yeah. go through there all the time yeah, on the no, way to... Yeah, so, yeah. I went there not long ago, yeah. and they've got a bunch of shops that have cream in the castle. Oh, clotted cream. Lots they've of clotted cream. They've got a castle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to pay to get in the castle, and yeah. it's the shittest castle ever. Yeah, and everyone, might not be the shittest castle. Everyone from York talks like this. Yeah, I had a great time there with yeah. my girlfriend. It's not New nice York. Time. No, it's not New York. It's not quite no. New York, no. That's a big place. And they had to name something after something that we even do in England. Is there a new Swansea? Maybe. They've got... They've got... 
I assume that at some point someone went over to America in a hat because they've now got man hat on. Yeah, man. <laughs> so I don't know when that happened. Manhattan's a place somewhere else. There's Brooklyn, another... named yeah. after David Beckham's kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you yeah, know enough of that. That's that's besides the point. But yeah, I don't understand so- social justice. I don't understand racism and all this other shit. If you've got well, enough social time... justice is like the thing that the good guy. Well, it's the thing Gamergate hate. Yeah, it's it? the thing. It's the thing that should be happening. Gamergate, but. To me, if I mean, if you say I'm someone who likes things to be fair, then sure, I'll, I'll be a social justice warrior. Yeah, no, I, I want everyone to basically be equal. Sorry, guys, I'm, I'm not on anyone's side. Apart from gingers. Apart from gingers, apparently. Yeah, fuck them. Actually, I don't mind ginger people. I've got a ginger brother. I was ginger at one point. Oh. Um, but in regards to everything else, uh, yeah, I don't understand. Dave Walker. Dave Walker. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I think we're both on the same page. We're literally, we're, we're those people that, I don't get extremely angry about journalists fucking other people because they're not in a relationship with me and they're Oh, the latest thing want. about Milo. What? Admitting that he's been to parties where little boys have been getting abused. What? Yeah. And, but who? Gamergate, Milo Yiannopoulos, the guy from Breitbart. You know the one who a couple of weeks ago tweeted something I had said about him being a toss flannel and then for the next day I had his guys throwing abuse at me? Yeah. Yeah, he um he apparently has admitted that he mentioned that oh yeah I've been to parties where little children have been getting abused and stuff. Mentions nothing of it. He's a good guy. <laughs> Gamergate are now like oh we've we've got an actual like paedophile protector. So he's actually a paedophile. No, no, he's just protecting them. He never mentioned who they were or what they were, or who it was doing it. So wait, so he went to a party where someone was committing one of the most more than one. <laughs> so this is one of the most heinous acts that anyone could ever do anyone could ever perpetrate and there is absolutely no way on on this earth or whatever fucking exists beyond this yeah. existence he's trying to expose the rotten underbelly of the world so why don't you just yeah just tell him? them names call the police oh yeah no shit that's what Anonymous <laughs> did they just told everyone they knew the top tier dragons in the Ku Klux Klan they didn't post it oh no they posted their details because they're fucking human beings still <laughs> even if they're monsters to people sometimes even if they do stupid shit that just you know, it doesn't actually need to happen to people. Nah. They are still human beings to the point where they will help people not be killed, not be raped and molested. Mm. What the fuck are you doing? This guy's a cunt. Who is he? He is Milo Yiannopoulos. Could he, could he be in a fight? Um, a gay man who's also a cat Christian, so he doesn't like that he's gay. So he, like, apparently he punishes himself Okay. to not admit he's gay. Sexuality doesn't <laughs> go into fucked. it. Yeah. I'll fight him. I don't care if someone's gay, straight, or whatever. He Equal opportunities guy. Fisty cuffs. He doesn't like gay marriage. <laughs> no, he thinks it's a bad thing because he's Christian, so he claims to be Christian. Why can't gay people get married? Because he thinks it's against God and it's not right. I'm still hoping that Patrick Stewart and Neen McKellar are going to tie the knot. One day. Those guys. One day. They will. I love those guys so much. I genuinely fear for humanity. Do you think people are just wired wrong? Oh, we're fucked right now. We're entering the freaking Cold War. We are, yeah. 1950s Cold War era. Everyone's scared it's of everything. It's just that. It's the government's lying to us. We're one step away from depicting the race as rats. Did like, you fucking... hear... This is fantastic news. So um, so Obama is going to use his presidential powers to go above Congress and introduce gun legislation. Yeah, yeah he can do that. It's cool. Yeah, and that's fine. He hasn't got long left. But it's really <laughs> funny because all the news stories, instead of saying like, Obama wants to introduce more checks to stop people being shot in the face as much. Which, yeah. You know, it's naturally what most people will conclude. No. Yeah. Keep in mind, the last vice president of Bush's administration shot someone in the face, like, yeah. by accident. <laughs> yeah. Basically, the way that this has been turned around on the news stories, though, mm. is Obama releasing gun legislation despite being gun positive. Hmm. I'm sorry. How does one become gun positive? 
Don't you catch it from like a baboon? I thought you had to have unprotected gun sex. (laughs) (laughs) No, he... You need one of the right size barrel. Not many Americans need a big barrel, but... (laughs) You know when someone says to you like, okay, like I understand why guns need to exist to a certain extent, but they don't need to exist for everyone. I don't think you need to go to Dunkin' Donuts carrying a gun. No. And, and all he's saying is, yeah, I'm kind of on the side of these people that think that maybe you should have to wait 48 hours for a proper check to go through. They should put as many checks in place as a woman getting an abortion should have to go through. Yep. Or Boom. as many checks as someone who wants the driver's Boom. license. Like- yes. That is, both of those are great examples of what should happen with, yeah. with gun laws. But anyway, that, that just fucking... I mean, obviously, guns don't kill people. Rappers do. But... Guns don't kill people. Idiots do. Rappers and do. Ask any... <laughs> tell you it's true. <laughs> Your mum's got a penis. Yeah. Oh. Um, I saw them live. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, hard now. they're probably playing at a local they, pub. They're at Guildfest. Yeah. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was probably my favourite gig at that Guildfest. My favourite gig is I'm going to the shops. What would you like, mate? Oh, pack of crisps. <laughs> Isn't it? We reviewed it. Yeah, we were. We've gone way. Your review next. Is it my review next? Yeah. What did you think of Undertale? Was there a score? Denomination? No, I don't know scores, do I? Undertale's really good. Buy it? Oh, buy it. It's only like yeah, £5 pounds something right now. Buy it! Buy it! <laughs> um, okay, my third review this week is going to be... Uh, uh, a film I was really looking forward to, but I didn't get to see, Krampus. You can't review gonna... it if you haven't watched it. <laughs> no, sorry, I saw... I recently watched... Um, I um, recently saw uh, The Revenant. That was the film. <laughs> starring Mr. Floof. The Revenant starring Mr. Floof. Yeah. Mister Mister Spocky Floof. When Leonardo DiCaprio's like got his coat all over him. Yeah, it's a floof. Mister Floof. Um, it's a really good film. It's very uh, visceral. It's incredibly visceral. It's isn't it like he gets attacked by a bear? Um, shall, shall I go for the story? It's based on a true Not story from a long time ago that uh, Trapper is on a hunting expedition with his son, another young man played by Tom. Who Sizemore. No, who's the young, the kid who's always playing in America? He was in The Maze Runner and he was in Tom Holland? We Are the Millers. Yeah, Tom Holland, isn't it? Tom Holland? Maybe. No, I don't know. Um, but anyway, uh, Tom, Tom Hardy plays a play, plays an experienced trapper and Leonardo DiCaprio plays another one. He's with his son and another young man and Tom Hardy is with him the whole expedition. He's, they're both hired to sort of keep everybody in check, make sure everything is happening, hunt for food, hunt for furs and then sell the furs back to the US military so they can continue on their expeditions and use it for winter clothing and other things. Resources, essentially, so just making more and more resources. Almost like an industrial... Can I get them to make me a giant stuffed bear statue? Along the way, (laughs) Leonardo DiCaprio is attacked by a bear, viciously. Uh, He's torn, his neck's ripped up, his chest is beaten up, his ribs are broken, his his head is almost crushed. He is just left in an awful shit state, but he kills the bear. He ends up killing the bear. Um, Oh, poor gentleman. And the expedition decide that they're going to go home because they're attacked by Indians. His son happens to be half Indian and tries to stop a little bit. It doesn't work. Native American. Native American. That's or Indian. Like Native American. No, no, it's Native American. It's the more oh. respectful term. So he's not actually an Indian? No. So he's, he's not, not from India? No, no. He's Native American. Oh. I do apologise. Like like a Sioux. <laughs> Is it Sioux? Sioux, yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? Sioux tribe. Uh, but, um, uh, and they, they travel back. They... they they uh, they try and get back, but they have to leave Leonardo DiCaprio back back behind because his injuries are too great. They end up losing their transportation, and they need a story to happen. And they need a story to happen. It's actually based on a true story. Again, yeah. this is based on a true story. So they leave Leonardo DiCaprio behind with Tom Hardy and the two young boys. Tom Hardy turns on Leonardo DiCaprio and says he's going to die soon. What the fuck is the point of us being here? I'm just going to end this. I'm going to end this. Can't end it. Can't kill him for some reason. 
he does end up killing Leonardo DiCaprio's boy and <gasps> and going off with the young Tom kid. I can't remember the name of. He's a great actor though. He's a really really good actor. And I can't remember his fucking name. Thank you. <laughs> we are the Millers, and he's also in the Maze Runner. The first Maze Runner, not the second, with zombies. Um, <clears throat> zombies. Yeah, zombies in Maze Runner too. Um, then it is just it is an out and out survival story of Leonardo DiCaprio using everything around him to try and get back to the company that he was previously working for, so that he can find his vengeance, kill Tom Hardy for killing his son, and and possibly you know do other bits. Basically, yeah. it's it's a survival story, and it's shot in a beautiful way. It's fucking insanity the way it's shot. It's all dreamlike. It's all um, yeah, it's in isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's all dreamlike. Um, Brendan Gleeson, not Brendan Gleeson. Domhnall Gleeson. Domhnall Gleeson. Dom- he plays the the leader of the expedition, the trapping master. Can't who's see paying Tom. Stuff. There's a Will Poulter. Will Poulter. That's it. That's mm. the guy. Will Poulter plays the other young man. He's also he helps um, Leonardo DiCaprio heal up. There's oh, he's the kid from Son of Rambo. There you go. That's the one I was thinking. <laughs> that's a great film. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it ends up it ends up being a story survival. He gets back. Da, 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 da. He ends up healing himself to a to a point where he can fight Tom Hardy, and they have this. Great fucking fight. It's vicious. Nice. It's almost as bad as... Um, I'm trying to think of something that's it's quite in the same vein as... If you've seen Flashpoint with Donnie Yen... No. There's a final fight where a man has a baton and the other one has a knife. It's all fight in the market store or something from that. Oh, uh, that's Flashpoint as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good fight where he's just knocking him in the fucking face. Yeah. Yeah, it's very <laughs> similar to that. It's, it's visceral. It's, it's fucking painful. You can feel the hits. And uh, all in all, it's just a great film. I'd really recommend it. It's a Tom Atkins. It, it's going to get him an Oscar. If any film is going to do it, it's this film. He doesn't scream. He doesn't shout. He spends a lot of it silent. He communicates mostly through through his mannerisms. The best thing. The best Tom Hart, Tom, um, Leonardo DiCaprio screams about yeah. there's there's That's his one trick. There's a scene involving gunpowder that's going to be replicated. Someone's going to lose their fucking head. Oh. He's got, you know, his throat. I said that he gets attacked. His throat gets gashed. Oh, has he tried to burn it with the? He basically fire? he gets he gets a uh, because they've got the tiny little paper packets of gunpowder they used to tear and then pour into the barrel. Yeah, he takes one of those and he he wipes on the gunpowder and he lights it and it it suitors the wound stops yeah. it from stops it because the it, it, I feel yeah, like it'll burn for a few seconds. Yeah, so, yeah. I feel like it's one of those ones that hasn't hit the jugular, but it's it's cut deep enough that you can feel the impact in your throat. So when you're breathing, you're getting a lot of that moist air. Mm. And it's, it's also, it's just, there's a lot of air escaping. It's just, you're not, your lungs are working harder than they need to. So he decides to heal it up using that and it's, oh, it's fucking hideous. <laughs> but it's so good. You can see everything burn as well. If you, if you watch it in the cinema, you can see the fire has like the, you know, when fat burns, it has a different color to the rest. You can see those bits crackle up. <laughs> and then you see the actual fire. Oh, it's just oh, fantastic. That make me want some bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Start the day with my Ari shaking. Um, but in all in all, yeah, really recommend the Revenant. It's it's going to get him an Oscar, I think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. The Big Short was pretty awesome as well, but I'm not going to talk about that yet because that I saw in less official circumstances. <laughs> but the Big Short was probably my favorite film last well this year, I guess. You don't think Adam Sandler's going to get a Best Actor nom for Ridiculous Six? We're going to talk about that as my last review. Oh. You just kind of spoiled Didn't it. You mentioned Ridiculous Six. Did I talk about it last time? I think you might. No, I don't think I have. I think I said it was the worst thing I'd seen in The Best and Worst. Oh, well, yeah. the best of. I said it was worth, but we didn't really review it. Have you watched it? No. Okay, well, we'll wait until you watch it. Because I am not watching it. <laughs> wait until you watch it. I'm not watching it. Yeah, you are. We're going to wait until you watch it. It's quite dumb. Right, do I have to review something now? Yeah, it's your turn. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's the third of you, isn't it? Which is so much time. I am going to review. Toy Box Turbos. Oh yeah. 
I've been playing that. I got it the other day. It's Mike Machines. It's a new Mike Machines, basically. Oh, yeah. Say new, it came out about a year ago. But um, yeah, everyone loves Mike Machines. It was a cool little thing, cool little racing game, fun thing on the Mega Drive. You plug your control pads into the cartridge and all that. Yeah. Memories. Everyone holding around eight players playing on sharing two con- control pad for two players. This new one's like basically it feels a little bit like Mike Machines V3, the PS1 game. Sort of redone with nice, flashier, high-res graphics and all that sort of stuff. Well, I say flashy, it's not that flashy, but it looks alright. Um, it does very much feel like one of those Xbox Live Arcade versions of a game, where it's all like cut down a bit, there's like less content and all this, but it's enough, like what it is, like for 10 quid, I think it is. I think right now it's selling on Steam for like £4 something. Um, it's a really fine little game. It's got some of the old modes in there, like the one where whoever gets furthest ahead scores a point. You know, you have to sort of make the opponent drop out the bottom of the screen to score a point. That mode's back in there. There's some new stuff in there, like one where you're being chased by a sort of wall of light that if you if you don't keep ahead of it, it'll, like, fuck you up. Yeah. You basically can't make a mistake. Um, the levels are suitable Mike Machines levels, like school classrooms, snooker tables, I was about to say all this sort table. of stuff. Yes, yeah, um, science labs and things like that. Um, the cars are, like... You don't get the same car on each track. Like, when in the old ones, it was always, like you'd all have the one car and it'd all be sports cars on this particular track. Like the tracks were built around certain cars. So this one, the cars don't have as much defining features of their own. So there's no drag racing cars. Okay. Hovercraft are in there though, which is quite cool. I'd so like you to... get like war-based levels. Well, like I haven't a, seen any war-based like levels yet. But the Hovercraft yeah. just seems to be there. But it's, it seems like they haven't built tracks around the cars like the old Mike Machines games were. It's more like Mike Machines V3 where it was like you picked what cars you wanted. You can have a taxi cab and all this sort mm. of stuff and a uh, Construction so there's more of the 3D ones than there was the yeah. 2D ones. But um, it's kind of cool. There's no characters in there. I'm missing. No? I miss the characters. They're sort of like when you play multiplayer, each ca- person has the, this AI have a character. Yeah. But you don't get anything like there's a personality to them. They don't okay. say anything. They're just an icon. You get like you don't get the stats. Yeah. You don't. Well, you don't get like in the old ones. You used to say stuff when they won races and. All He's this. a greeter. He's just too yeah. tired of the streets. Um, Violet Berlin was one of the characters on that old Violet Berlin from Bad Influence. She was a character in Mike Machines 2 and 96 Turbo Edition. Huh. Oh, yeah. the one that had the two extra ports on the cartridge itself yeah, yeah, so you yeah. play with controllers. Yeah, classic. <laughs> Madness. But, um, yeah, it's a really solid little Mike Machines game. If you yeah. miss Mike Machines, it's worth it. There is a new one on Android phone for Mike Machines, which is actually by Codemasters now, so they must have got the license at some point. Because yeah. they must, obviously they didn't have it for Toybox Turbos. But um, I'd like to see them do for Mike Machines what they did for Dirt Rally. In that new Dirt Rally game on Steam? Yeah. It's about 30 quid and it's actually a full-blown proper like, not cut back dirt rally game. Um, they keep adding new stuff to it and all this sort of stuff. Like, like Colin the old, McRae? Like the old Colin McRae ones. Okay. But like, not cut down in any way. Because obviously, and also not Colin McRae. No, it's, but it's quite R.I.P.D. Well, they made a new Colin McRae rally game a couple of years ago, didn't they? Yeah, there was the, um, the one that was a, well, it was a port of a mobile game, but it's basically Colin McRae rally 2. Yeah. Levels from that redone in HD. But the new dirt rally's like, it's proper. sad to think Colin McRae's dead. That was quite a few years ago now. I know, but when you think about the fact Slashed that... Slashed a fucking helicopter. <laughs> I know. Nice. His son inside. Yeah. It's pretty sad. Yeah. If you can go out one way, you might as well go out in a fucking whirly bird, right? Yeah. Um, but they, um... God. Not yeah. since Nam has we had <laughs> so many casualties no. been... Nam. 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 Nom 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 Anyway, um... That's a Toy Box Turbos is decent. I recommend... Give it a try. It's fun. It's got multiplayer. Is it a buy or a not buy? No, it's a game. It's, it's a buy. Recommended. Give it a try. It's, a it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's super fun. Sounds yeah. super fun. Do you know? Uh, no. 
yeah. Toy Soldiers? Oh, well, well, you mean Army Men? Or Toy yeah. Soldiers the film? Toy Soldiers the or game. Small Soldiers. Yeah. Small Soldiers was the film with the Gorgonites yeah. and the yeah. Decepticons. Yeah, whatever they were. <laughs> the Army Men was the one we had the little green plastic men. That was the one we had little green... But Toy Soldiers the game. Oh, the Dreamcast game. Yeah. Yeah, I've got that. That's a good game. Yeah. It's a good game. They made that into an Xbox arcade game, didn't they? Did they? Yeah. Did they not? Oh, I'm thinking Toy Commander on the Dreamcast. Toy, Toy Soldiers, is yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Toy Soldiers is the tower defense type thing. It sort of mixes. No, 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 no. It, it like mixes in tower defense. Yeah, it's mixing tower defense. You have to place down gun turrets and stuff. No, I don't remember. But you that. still run around as like a Rambo character or whatnot and shoot the enemies that are coming for you. Do you remember? Um... I don't remember anything. Okay. All right. Uh... Oh, my next review is something. What's your last review? My last review is a Christmas present yeah. I got. Oh. You're going to review a Christmas present. You're going to break yes, someone's heart. I am. Oh. This year, my little sister bought me something very fantastic. Something that I, I asked for specifically because this is this is a secret love of mine. A lot of people argue with this one and I don't want to get negative internet hate based on the fact that I'm revealing this. this That's very, okay. No one's listening. This is a very personal tidbit about myself. But I'm a very big fan of I Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I'm a big fan of I Frankenstein is I'm a bit with the gargoyles. <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! Alright, I Frankenstein is I'm gonna defend I Frankenstein right now to you. I Frankenstein, for those who haven't seen it, is the story of Frankenstein being told Sexy. That... <laughs> Shut up! Sexy Frankenstein. That comes into it later. So Frankenstein is created as we know in the Mary Shelley book. But we have yet to realise his full potential because it turns out that he is actually an agent for good and able to defeat the demons, which are an army that's opposing a Christian army, which is the Gargoyles. Now, these two have been clashing for many years, and the only way to hurt each team is by carving an insignia into certain weapons used against them. Um, so Frankenstein is told by the Gargoyles, you want to come fight with us? And he's like, no, I don't want to fight with you, and then goes off disappearing for months and months and months. So wait, wait, you got an eye Frankenstein for Christmas. Shut up! Alright, I'm explaining! Oh. And then it comes back and it's just like, he fights, he fights the demons. It's, it's pretty awesome. Yes, I got this for Christmas. Yes, I specifically asked for this film for Christmas in oh. 3D, no less. For oh. my new 4K Panasonic TV, I'm gonna showcase it with I fucking Frankenstein, and I don't fucking care who knows. This is a good film in the sense that it is the schlockiest, most confident, stupid movie that's been made in years. This is better than Underworlds. Uh, it's better than all the Underworld films. It's, it's better than hard. any of that. It's better than any of that crap. Like you, you see Grown Ups, Grown Ups Two. I'm not watching them. Do you know why people? Do you know why they're so shit? They're shit because they have, they have taken thirty million and put none of it on the screen. And the whole time it's just friends going, <laughs> fair people, fair people, gays, gays, <laughs> funny kissing boys. Right? I, Frankenstein, doesn't do any of that. It has so little confidence in itself that his main hero tries to cover his body up in the only topless scene in the whole film because he is so, so fucking like, all right, yeah, I'm pretty sure they told me that I, I can be a schlobby Frankenstein in this, but I took it wrong because someone said comic book movie, so I just put on all the muscle. <laughs> just a big old trench coat. Do you know, like, no, but do you kind of get the feeling that someone went to, someone went up to Aaron Eckhart, who plays Frankenstein, and they said to him, you're going to be in a comic book movie. We don't need you to be a big muscly guy. We don't need that because it's not that kind of comic book movie. You're playing Frankenstein. He's disenfranchised with the world. He can be a schlubby guy. Just, you know, do some arm weights. Do that. That's fine. Get some big arms. But everything else is fine. You can be, you can have a fucking gut. We don't care. That works for us. And he was like, all I heard was comic book movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then like hired the same trainer that Ryan Reynolds used and just become so fucking tonk 
and skinny and muscly and just awesome looking. And then he's just like, oh shit, I am the wrong shape for this movie. <laughs> it's like, it, and it's, and it sets up a world, it sets up a universe, it sets up all these ideas, and it's, it's so confident in doing that, but it's so misguided, and I love it. It's stupidly good. Like, the, the, the special effects aren't great. Bill Nye's in there, which is really nice. Bill Nye's. Of course always, he's in there. Bill Nye is always the icing and sprinkles on a nice cake. He is always just snuck in there, just like, I even like About Time. Everybody hates that movie. I fucking love About, about Time. About Time? I thought it was alright, wasn't it? I thought it was really sad. I've seen a, it. I almost had a bit of a cry. <laughs> it is a great movie, and this is a great movie too! You oh. really like I Frankenstein. Yvonne um, Stravosky's in it. Yeah, she plays the love interest of Frankenstein. Yeah, she's Mute nice. Dothrons. Frankenstein. <laughs> you know who else is in it? You know who else is in it? Our favourite. Joy Courtney. Yeah, Joy Courtney plays a gargoyle! <laughs> and also, oh, Brad Bruce, Pitt... Bruce Spence is in it. Bruce Spence is in it? He mm. plays a demon, I think. Yeah, he's, um, Molokai. He plays, he plays a scientist. Yeah, scientist team. Um, and also, uh, who's the wife from World War Z? The wife of Brad Pitt, the ginger lady? She's in it! She plays the leader of the gargoyles, the queen of the gargoyles. It's just Miranda fucking... Otto. It's cheap. You can buy it now for like seven quid, I think. That is, I think that's the maximum she paid for this uh, Blu-ray, my, my, uh, my sister. And, uh, and it's great. It's fucking fantastic. It's stupidly fun. If you could just, if you can disconnect your brain from everything else that operates your body and your senses are just in control, you will enjoy this film. If you're expecting highbrow, cerebral entertainment, don't do Oh, this. this is directed by the, is this by the guy who did the... Simon West? The parts of the Caribbean. I don't know, maybe. Uh, what did he direct? Stuart Beatty. Stuart Beatty? Yeah, I don't know what he directed. Oh, no, he's only directed two films. What were they? Underworld and this. This and Tomorrow When the War Began. <laughs> both he's great. He's doing Tomorrow both... When the War Began 3, apparently. I'm assuming they're both great. He didn't do two. I'm assuming the one is great, though. Um, no, but I Frank is like, so fucking stupidly confident in itself. It's, it's a little film that could, because it didn't have a massive budget. It didn't have loads of money behind it. And it is stupid. The fuck... It knows it's stupid. He's um, he's written three thousand and one, the final Odyssey, a TV mini series. Apparently, I'm not having that. Wait, three thousand and one, a final Odyssey. Yeah, as in the last Isaac Clarke book, the sequel to two thousand and ten. I don't think that's really. I don't want that to happen. I don't, I'm not figuring. Well, if it's anything like this, I'm going to enjoy it at least. <laughs> if, if they get Aaron Eckhart back in as Frankenstein, <laughs> he wrote GI Joe: Rise of Cobra. But anyway. I really, really like it. And I am not gonna give it to Tom Atkins. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go that far because it's not, it's not the height of cinema. There are stupider, like, there are films that are more confident and more cocky and more stupid. And there's, there's that fine mix of good bad and bad good that this just, it doesn't quite achieve, but it is, in the last few years, it's probably the closest we've had to something like a troll 2. It's too well made to be a troll too. No, it's not. That's the thing. It's not. There are so many plot holes and errors that you've got people that know what they're doing, but they're all in different rooms. The closest thing to a troll too in recent years is the room. No, because <laughs> the room is again. This is the room was eleven years ago now. Twelve years. Is it shit? Yeah. Have you seen the photos of James Franco as Tommy Wiseau? Yeah. Man, it looks good. <laughs> but, that. but the room is it's this is this is the new room. I I see in ten years time someone's gonna find this and be like, what the fuck? This is big this budget. Is it's too much money put into no, it. No, it hasn't. It hasn't. In in terms it's not of not by Neil Green. <laughs> in terms of inflation, this is on target to be the next room. This is this is something I think people are gonna find this in years. And they're gonna be like, this is great. 
This is fucking stupid, but this is great. I still say that sooner or later everyone's going to understand the value of um, Crush Grief. <laughs> but anyway, I give this... I give this uh, George Clooney. Sophisticated. Wow. But really it's not. With a say. beard? Or without so, a beard? Without a beard. It's, it's sophisticated, but it's not really. It's I just met Stacey Keebler before he did. You know, you, you know what? It's a George Clooney if you knew his secret desires for anal. <laughs> just a little bit ruined for you. That's okay. You can like that if he wants. Oh, I hope he does. Anyway. <laughs> On to your review, Ant. My last one. Yep. Um, I've got a review of F is for Family, which I've watched all of now. Finished it. Finished F is for Family. There's only six episodes, not much to it. Um, if you are a fan of animated scrotums... F is for family, is for you. I've seen this. Yeah, it was good. I quite liked it. It was decent. Like, fun little... Like, it didn't wear out its jokes. It wasn't, like, you know, as cliche as some other ones are. You know? um, It had some really nice... Like, a little bit ruder than normal for these sorts of cartoons. Goes further than Bojack Horseman did. Like, you never see Bojack scrotum. That is a decent little show about a 1970s angry, very, very angry dad who's got all his own problems and all his own shit going on. And he's got three kids who are a nightmare. I think the youngest girl could have been fleshed out a lot more because, like, she's clearly a psychopath. I think they're clearly going for a little bit of um, Louise from Bob's Burgers with her. What, with the wife? No, the little girl. The youngest, the young little girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's a bit mental. I, know, I think she's just a tear away. I think she doesn't really know her direction in life and no. she's watching everybody else find theirs. She's four out of four, isn't she? Hmm. But, um, yeah, the show's really decent. Nicely put together. Really well written um, by Michael Price, is the name. Um, interesting little thing. It's only six episodes. It's really short. I kind of feel like there should have been a few more. I don't know. They told a story. I, I think there was originally oh, intended. It was intended to be six episodes. Once they knew they had six episodes, they definitely arced it out like for that. Did you not think that it felt more like it was meant to be just a film? Nah. Nah. Felt more like it should have just been a film. It's what? I want to see a Colt Luger show. <laughs> They're figuring all the little details oh, yeah, yeah, of yeah. Colt Luger with his stuntman. <laughs> but, um, yeah. It, it's basically, it reminds you of sort of like sitcoms that used to be around years ago, but with a lot of filth in them. Like a lot of those family set up sort of things. But, um, yeah, there's the old uh, Nazi living next door, but he's not a Nazi, he's a Jew, and it's like a yeah. little monster squad. Reference I love going the on Monster Squad reference. That, yeah. was, that was my favourite part of the whole series. Yeah. It's the Monster Squad. He's not a Nazi. He's a Satanist because he's got a little Jewish star <laughs> yeah. in his thing. It's, it's not just that. It's also the fact that initially the reason they think he's a Nazi is because he's got a number on his hand. Yeah, of how many people he killed. <laughs> That's how many people he's killed. Yeah. Oh, that poor bastard. Yeah, poor kind old man. But, he um, is lovely though. Yeah, then he builds up to a nice Christmas finale. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a really nicely made show, I think. I don't think it's as good as like Bojack Horseman was or any of those other things, but I think they could definitely do another series and they could definitely get more out of this. Laura Dern's in it. Yeah, I like she's Laura Dern it. doing a voice when she's selling her Tupperware and crying when she's got it all done. Um, good on her. Mm. And yeah, it's kind of interesting. Weird that it's set in the 70s, but I kind of think they kind of... They were going for that very frustrated man period where he's like... Like losing his way in the world. There's no wars going on for him to take part in. I was going to say stuff. It's like it does. It definitely feels like that. It yeah. feels like there's that um, that expanse that we don't quite know how to face. Mm. But yeah, decent show. I liked it. I would say I also liked it. Yeah. I had I had issues. You've got issues. 
It, it, it felt Spider-Man. like where it was trying to parody some stuff from those from sitcoms around that era. Yeah. It instead just followed those beats. Yeah. And that isn't really parody. That's more just doing stringently relying on their. <laughs> yeah, doing the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's. You know. But that seventy show never showed Kirkwood. What's his face's scrotum? No, no. But you know what it did do? It parodied a lot of stuff correctly. Yeah. I mean, there was that great episode where you had The Rock playing The Rock's ancestor. The Rock's daddy. Yeah. Playing Rocky Johnson. Yeah. But at the same time, he parodied his own character as if his dad's ego was somehow imbibed upon him mm. by, by semen. Oh. Rocky Johnson. Is like, I've got this thing I do. The what Rock's granddad's in Diamonds Are Forever. Really? Yeah. Oh. He's the big old guy that um, Sean Connery fights in the hotel room. Uh, Peter Maivia. High Chief Peter Maivia. Showbiz! Showbiz secrets! Yeah, I'd say give F his family a try. It's only six oh, yeah. episodes. It's like. If you like, subscribe to fucking Netflix long. anyway, why haven't you watched it? Yeah. Like, you, you like most people binge watch entire 26 episode shows in a day or I've something. I've seen, I've seen some stupid shit. I recently, yeah. oh, actually, I mean, I've seen some stupid shit. Today I watched six episodes of Making a Murderer. I don't need to watch that. I sat it on the background as I was is doing it. Is it hilarious as it sounds? You know. <sighs> <laughs> my problem is that a lot of these programs I'm aware of this but I don't think everyone is aware of this when you're watching a documentary about any sort of court case hmm. they'll present if they'll present information as if they're defending someone yeah and I think that a lot of people online are like how the fuck did he get from when he's fucking clearly innocent and you're like you're like well you haven't watched every episode hmm. and also you're only seeing it from the perspective of you know the victim yeah or victim in fucking quotation marks you're not seeing it on the side of the person who's actually you know you're not seeing it on the side of, of the people that are prosecuting because you don't because it's so easy to make the government a villain yeah because we live in a time now where the government is a villain we don't live in a time where people are going like this is your life you live it we're now living in a time where people are going this is your life we're just going to monitor everything you do we're going to make sure you're not going on anything weird on your internet we're just going to follow all the procedures that we've now put into we've not voted on it for the public because you know we're meant to, but he didn't want to bother want you to. with it. You know, yeah, he didn't much. want to really ask you if you wanted to spend billions of pounds monitoring every single thing you do on the internet because you didn't know if it was worth your time. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's so easy to make the government a villain now, though. They, they are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, it feels a lot like that. It feels like capturing the Freedmans. They reveal information to you until the very part where they don't want to reveal information to you and then they just want to let you react. Yeah. So they just sort of you know, they'll they'll keep building, keep building to a revelation, and then once they hit that revelation, they'll have more information that just hits that same level, so you you just keep getting more. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, all right, we know they're bad. Okay, cool. We don't need to know about the <laughs> don't need to know about the classes. <laughs> Let's stop hearing about that. But uh, making a murder, yeah, it's I've not seen the last two episodes, but I'm. But what if there's some massive truth bomb that you know? It won't be. <laughs> It won't be. He's even been framed. Well, he's not. He's a very good man at hiding his emotions. No. And if he's a very good man at hiding his emotions, then, you know... More power it, to him. It comes into question what else he's done. But at the same time, if he's not, and he's actually just been um, just been falsely accused, then I guess that everyone will find out about the police what everybody assumes about the police. They're a fickle, mean-spirited organisation powered by nothing more than human beings, and they're not inflammable by their own uh, egos. Mm. I like, way, I like the way everybody assumes, like, oh, once they, once they testify to God, it's fine. You know, they're in You it. wouldn't lie to God. You wouldn't lie to God. You wouldn't lie to a fictional character from a book. Yeah, you wouldn't lie to Aslan. 
<laughs> Why would you lie to Dumbledore? Why would you lie to him? You wouldn't lie to Q. Yeah, you you wouldn't lie to James T. Picard. James Tiberius Kirk. No, Picard. They had a kid. Luke Picard. No, they had a kid together. Did they? Oh. Yeah, James T. Picard. <laughs> you wouldn't Make like to die Make a troll and breed with me. <laughs> oh. You've gone off the rails. I have. I've lost my damn mind. But anyway, yeah, no, I'm making a murder. I'm watching that now. But Netflix has made some really good shows this year. Master of None is probably the best. Followed mm. by Devil, then Jessica Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Kimmy Schmidt. Was that last that. year? Yeah. That was last year. So it's 2016, baby. Yeah, 2016 now. Boo! Was that, wait, was it 2015 Kimmy Schmidt? Yeah. Wow. February. It's a long time ago. Um, but what's coming up this year? What's, what are you excited Daredevil's about for 2016? Yeah, Daredevil, new series of Daredevil, yeah. the Punisher, played by John Bernthal. And then we're also going to get, yeah, we're going to get a new Captain America film, get yeah. Daredevil, get Batman vs. Superman, Doctor Strange in November, that's a long way away. Yeah. Black Panther. You've seen the pictures of Bendit wow. Comeback and Doctor Strange. Yeah, I have, yeah. I do like they've gone with a 70s Doctor Strange costume. Yeah, so do I, yeah. yeah. I like the fact that they've updated a little bit. They've got the red oh. lining on the blue hoodie. Hmm. And they've got the blue hoodies and long jackets. I was worried he wasn't going to have it because the photos that come out from the set looked a lot like he was accidentally wandered into Christian Bale's role in Batman Begins. Yeah, I was about to say, it does look <laughs> a lot like he's just about to stumble along fucking Ras yeah. Ghul. I love this Bendit Cumberbatch though because that was like years ago I was saying Bendit Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange. Definitely. I hate it when they said it was going to be Johnny Depp. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah I just fuck fucking, I was like, no, please don't do that. And then when they said it was going to be Martin Freeman, I was like, I don't really see that. But no. I'm really willing to accept Martin Freeman more than Johnny Depp. <laughs> Um, and then Benedict Cumberbatch, which is perfect casting. Yeah. It was going to be either him or Eddie Redmayne, eventually. If they couldn't get Benedict Cumberbatch, it would be Eddie Redmayne. Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac would be Doctor fine, Strange. but he's not going to be a Doctor Strange. I reckon Oscar Isaac would be a really good Tony Stark. Yeah. Yeah, I think he'd be a great Tony Stark. I think you should get his catch from Ex Machina and make him Tony Stark, just like oh, him. Just have him introduced. Yeah, I think if just like you were. <laughs> well, let's look at let's. You want to try and cut me up? I'm going to cut up this fucking dance floor. Let's look at superheroes that they can. I mean, like the Avengers have had all kinds of stupid fucking. Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, that could work. I mean, you could always have Oscar Isaac as. Uh, they've got loads of the fucking key members in there already, haven't they? Yeah, <laughs> all the fun ones are done. <laughs> well, not all the fun ones. There's some like Squirrel Oscar Girl. Isaac as Blade, Squirrel Girl, and stuff like that. No, not as Blade. Oh, uh, Squirrel Girl. <sighs> I want Squirrel Girl. Doctor Doom. I think you'd be a pretty good Doctor Doom. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't need to have any facial damage because Doctor Doom, by the end of it, just said body is small for you and didn't actually have any facial damage. Yeah, he just has a big old mask. Yeah, and he wore the mask because he thought he was hideous, but really he was just a normal-looking human being. He's actually quite handsome in the first one. Dashing. 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 Mega Um He would have been a great Star-Lord. <laughs> he would have been a fantastic Star-Lord. It was either going to be Chris Pratt or Thingy, wasn't it, from... Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He was the other guy who was up for it. Charlie Day? No. Mac? No. Dennis? Yeah, Dennis. Dennis was going to be Star-Lord? Yeah. Oh, that would be bad. He was the second pick for Star-Lord. The problem is, as, as interesting as that would have been, he doesn't have that charm. <laughs> He's I just more of a can't see him as anyone as... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't see him as anything but evil. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that he'd be great as evil. Like, I think you'd make a good Dexter if you remade Dexter. Oh, yeah, he'd be a great Dexter. Yeah, because he's like... Especially that scene where he's pushing his own head down to suck him to... off when he's the hairdresser. Yeah. you just got to imply that they're going to be hurt. Yeah. <laughs> the, the implication of danger. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
I'm trying to think of any superheroes other than ones they've already done. I can't think of fucking any of them. This is how much Marvel's ruined my brain. Because I used to know all of the Avengers. Like, I used to know loads of the fucking team. Like, the East Coast You're Avengers. getting to the B-list now. Like Yeah, like... We I can see a Moon Knight film happening one day if they keep this nah, thing going Netflix for years. Series. Netflix series. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, we've got Punisher I would, Netflix. You like. know when, like, I didn't see them making Guardians of the Galaxy? I didn't think that would happen. Yeah, but that was named, uh, announced really early. Yeah. Like, they were like, that's one of the things that I think the guys no, was, was the really wanted three. to do, wasn't it? Yeah, Phase 3, the beginning of Phase 3, that's what they wanted to do. But they, they announced that ages ago. And Ant-Man was, the, technically Ant-Man's the first Marvel film that they announced. It's just taken a long time for Edgar Wright mm. to make it, and they left. That's kind of because he was planning that before Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, <laughs> Scott Pilgrim's already one of the best comic book films ever made. Isn't I watched it, it the other yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you told me about that. Great. Anyway, that is Chris Apocalypse episode 33, 32? I don't know, thirty-seven. We're playing it fast and loose with Chris Apocalypse nowadays, guys. Yeah, as always. If you want to get in touch with Ant, he is LV fifty four Space Monkey sure. on Twitter. You yeah. Say hello, Ant. Hello. Hello. He's also the film dump and the film dump at gmail.com. Am I giving out my email address? So that people can talk to you. I don't want them to. I am Matt and I'm under at Chris Apocalypse on Twitter. You can also catch me at Cinema Again. Or you can find me on the Facebook page at Chris Apocalypse, which I rarely update. Yeah, you haven't updated that ever. Because <sighs> I'm lazy. Because no one talks to me on that fucking page. I know, that's because on Facebook you need to actually upload stuff to Facebook to have a chance of it sharing. Oh, listen to him, people. It's Always taking your side. Bullshit. Right, if you baby him like that, they're never going to learn. Anyway, have a good evening. Bye. I love you. Bye. I love you deeply. Uh.